There's a lot of politics here on this. Let's bring in Michael Caputo. Michael will say, former Trump advisor joined us at the Republican National Convention. Perhaps you'll remember he's tweeting at Michael R. Caputo and is with us on POTUS. Michael, welcome. Thanks for being here today. Morning, Tim. How are you doing? I'm well. I, I, you know, I got this sense of for about 10 minutes, there was this sense of working together in Washington, D.C. It's already seemingly evaporating, but a lot of politics being played out here, Michael. That's true. You know, for the last nine months, the leaders of the Democratic Party have been calling me and some of my very close friends treason, uh, tra- uh, uh, traitors to our nation. And so you gotta have, you're going to have to excuse me if I'm not all kumbaya uh, with, uh, uh, with what's going on in the Hill the last 24 hours. Mm. Uh, this is, you know, I, I think this violence is a direct result of the Democratic strategy of, of turning a small handful of Trump people, including the president himself, into traitors. Which has triggered some of the uh, some of the crazies within the Democratic base. I mean, there are crazies everywhere. We've got them on all sides of politics, but the rhetoric that's been out there for the last nine months from the Democratic Party has brought these chickens home to roost. Do you believe, Michael, that there is anything to trace to some of the rhetoric the president had used during the campaign? For example, when he stood up, um, you know, in some of these campaign events, these these rallies, and he would say, you know, take him out, or you know, we'll we'll get that guy, or just just that kind of sort of uh, almost inviting physical altercation. Was there anything that 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 finds its source in what the president was saying during the campaign? Yeah, we saw some of the results of that with some of the activity of the of the people in some of the rallies and. I believe that was, uh, you know, some pretty loose rhetoric uh, that had no place in, in, the, in, the, in the discourse of the campaign. And when the campaign, uh, when Paul Manafort came into the campaign, that stuff stopped. And it stopped almost to a dead halt uh, in midsummer, and it hasn't continued since then. The problem we have, we have is that the Democrats have been warned that this talk of treason uh, is, is trigger talk. And that they needed to, to, to slow it down, take their pedal off the metal. You know, and, and, uh, t- take a more serious look at this thing instead of just spinning. It seems to go beyond that, though, in some ways. Uh, I, I wonder about that, Michael. Again, I'm going to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution was reporting on a story uh, yesterday. The, uh, the Karen Handel, for example, in a statement, she's the Republican who's running in that special election next week there for the seat that was once held by Tom Price. She said that she had uh, a package containing threatening letters and a suspicious substance were sent to her home and to her neighbors. And the, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution notes that a lot of people who have been doing early voting there, both sides, have been getting upset. One person who had a Make America Great a hat on was very upset when he was asked to take it off because you're not supposed to wear any kind of political garb into the voting and another one who had a john ossoff shirt was told he couldn't go in with it he walked out and he ripped out the election signs it seems that people are really on edge and i i don't know if it's rhetoric that you can trace to just one party or another and i wonder if there's something else going on here i'm not quite sure i i, I wish i could tell you I, all i know is that with representative jackie spear read my name out and my wife uh, uh, out in, a, in the uh, House Intelligence hearing on March 20th, live in front of millions of viewers, my family immediately started getting a deluge of telephone calls threatening my wife's life and threatening to burn down my house with my wife and children in it while I was out of town on business. This has gone way, way too far. And the rhetoric, I believe, is a partial, if not a large cause of it. And if the Democrats don't stop with this fake Russiagate scandal... More violence is going to happen. I'm not going to wait around for somebody to actually come and torch my house. I'm going to protect myself. But the fact that, you know, I've, I've served my country uh, in, in, uh, in, in, the, in the American infantry, in Congress, 
I was sent to Russia by the Clinton administration in the 90s, where I served my country overseas. And yet, somehow or another, just because I know Donald Trump for several years and I worked for Donald Trump, now I'm some kind of traitor. That's just beyond the pale. I mean, there are some countries in this world where false accusations of treason are punishable crimes. Is what it? happens when this when the when the music for this stops? You know who's going to have a chair when it's all over? Because I mean, as here you, we have as, as you call it sorry. when you when you call it a, you know this this uh, this fake scandal. Wouldn't it make sense then if it's all fake and nothing to just move forward and get this investigation done and taken care of and put it behind him? I mean, the president keeps bringing it up and saying all these things just like you're saying, and it would almost be like, why don't we just be quiet about it, let it happen, then it'll come out, nothing will happen, and and that'll be the end of it. Well, sure, I understand that. I know the Democrats want this want this investigation. I'm cooperating, but you know what? I have to. Uh, I've had to uh, uh, liquidate my children's uh, college fund to pay for the attorneys that, that, for nothing for an, for for a scandal that which there's no evidence, and it's all spun up by Democrats in order to slow down, even stop Donald Trump's agenda. Sure, we should go forward with this investigation, but what happens to me and my friends? who've been called traitors when it's all over. Who gives us our reputation back after the Democrats have had their barn dance in the House in the House and Senate Intelligence Committee? You tell me that. Well, I can't answer that question. Fake, and there is collateral damage. The threats against people like me and my family and my wife are some of the damage. But what we saw in Alexandria this week is some of the damage as well. And we have to call it what it is. We will uh, we'll have to follow this where it goes. Michael, I appreciate you joining us this morning. Obviously, we wish you the best. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Michael Caputo is a former advisor to the candidate Donald Trump and is joining us. As I said, he had joined us at the convention. He is tweeting at Michael R. Caputo.